Hello, this is Seductive Storm and welcome to my podcast. I hope you'll enjoy it from time to time. It'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times I'll have co-hosts or people that I'm interviewing. So get ready for some real talk with Storm. Hello everyone, I just wanted to let you guys know, first of all, thank you so much to everyone who has been thanking me for creating this podcast. Um, Those of you who may not know what you're listening to, although you should, this is Straight Talk with Storm. I'm known in the industry as Seductive Storm and I have been a companion uh, for 18 years total, although I did retire uh, twice for about a year each time. But overall, I've, I've been doing this a long time, and I've made a few interview and podcast rounds this year, and I just felt like there was a need for a podcast that was relatable to everyone, or, or at least to the online community of sex workers, one that encompassed and welcomed everyone to the table, uh, not just the elite, not just the upscale, not just the VIP, but even the mid-grade and the, and the lower bracket um, because everyone needs to feel some type of support and education in this thing. And so um, I hope each one of these episodes will be enlightening to you or make you laugh. Some might even make you cry. Some might make you angry as shit with the things I say or the things other people who are on here are saying. But at least we're opening a discussion and hearing each other. So please tune in every episode and I hope you'll enjoy it. Thanks. Hello, how is everyone? First, I want to just get into this. Uh, This is not the main topic. The main topic of this is going to be all the ridiculous so-called human trafficking lawsuits and so-called ways of spotting human trafficking, some of which are actually ridiculous. But first, I want to say this. Um, As someone who suffers from two autoimmune disorders, I have IBS and I also have psoriasis. And I'm 50 years old come April. Um, I appreciate the Twitter hashtag But I do want to say to people um, in regard to this stay the F home now hashtag, um, I matter and I'm at a high risk for catching coronavirus and it being severe for me. However, at the same token, I'm also a person who wants to live her life and who understands how difficult it is to like just be stuck inside for an indefinite amount of time. None of us knows how long we're going to be in. Um, I do know that they had said, you know, that we don't need to wear the N95 mask or gloves unless we're already sick. And the way I see it is I took the time to order those masks and to wear gloves. Um, I have bleach. I have rubbing alcohol, which I walk around with in my purse and pour it constantly over my hands. I even rub it over my face. Um, And the way I see it is I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that if I were to get sick, I didn't infect others. 
But I also need other people to remember that if I were to get sick, it would probably be worse for me than it would be for most of the people who were around me. Um, I am turning 50 in April and I don't want to not celebrate and I don't want to be in my house stuck and quarantined and whatever else. And I understand, you know, that other people exist and that I should be conscious of them, but I'm not going to be in anyone's face. And again, if I were to get sick, absolutely. At that point, I stay in the house. But um, I can even see sitting in my home for two weeks, but not any longer than that. But I just think that division and fussing at people and cursing them out online to make them stay home won't make them stay home. Um, the very nature of how human beings are and what starts when we're teenagers is to rebel. And the more you tell people to do something, the more likely they are to not do it. Especially when you deliver it the way some of these tweets and hashtags are being delivered. So I understand both sides of the coin. I'm a person with two autoimmune disorders and I'm 50 years old. I'm not in the 70 and up age group or 60 and up age group that are talking about... Excuse me, I'm tired, but I am definitely at 50 years old, you know what I mean, with two autoimmune disorders, and uh, so yeah, I went to the grocery store today, I had my rub and alcohol with me, I wore gloves when I went to the grocery store, my mask will be here in two days, and they cost me a pretty penny, but um, you know, I'll pose this question. If you are going to get sick and it's going to be fatal, wouldn't you want to go out happy? And I understand we're supposed to be worried about other people. Like, I completely get it. But at the same token, I'm a strong believer and live every day like you're dying. You know what I mean? Live every day to the fullest and be grateful every day for your life and live your life. So, you know, anyway. So... I'm going to backtrack this because, like I said, this episode is mainly about all the so-called signs of human trafficking in lawsuits um, that are just, to me, ridiculous. So, to recap, a year ago, Marriott and all of their subsidiaries decided that women traveling alone, checking into hotels... Uh, should be paid close attention to because they might be trafficked, which is ridiculous because as a feminist and as an independent woman, I should be able to travel alone. I have a significant other, but suppose he's not traveling with me, which it's a 50-50 with us. Sometimes he is, sometimes he isn't. You know, he usually doesn't travel with me if it's a work trip. No, he stays home. Um, do I? Why should I have to... be a married woman or arriving with a gentleman for the Marriott and its chains to not think I'm trafficked. Did you know perhaps you're not paying attention to the right thing? Like suppose a woman is with a guy and they look like the perfect couple checking in, but he's her pimp. They're really trafficked. 
Like the whole idea of being trafficked is that someone is with you, controlling you every step of the way. So yes, of course, a gentleman would be with you when you checked in or another woman would be with you. Whoever is the manager or the bottom bitch would be who's with you when you check in. So the whole thought process that a woman traveling alone is trafficked is ridiculous. People trafficked people don't travel alone. They travel with a caretaker. Which then brings me to Uber and its thoughts on training their employees to look for trafficked people. I need Uber to be more concerned with worrying about their drivers who are sexually assaulting, raping, kidnapping, murdering, and robbing people. Let's be more concerned about that. Uber, do you realize that there are posts all over the internet telling women how to make sure the child safety lock is off on the doors to make sure we can get the hell out in case your driver tries to assault us. Be more concerned with the bad track record that so many of your drivers have before you try to concern yourself with teaching them how to look for sex trafficked ladies. Worry about what's going on in your company. But the main part of this is about this ridiculous tweet that I've been seeing uh, throughout Twitter about the no disturb sign on hotel doors. And if you were at a hotel and your pimp or your manager put the no disturb sign, do not disturb sign on the door, how you now want and can sue the hotel with this class action suit because the hotel should have looked for the signs. Do you know how many people travel alone and put that do not disturb sign out just because they don't want to be bothered? Just because they don't want the hotel staff rummaging through their things and possibly stealing their things? Um, When I stay at a hotel, I feel like I have the right to privacy. Um, You can hand me some towels. You can lay them outside my door. But I prefer to not be disturbed. And again, that's whether I'm traveling alone, traveling with my children, traveling with my man. I prefer to be left the hell alone. And that does not mean, like that absolutely does not mean that anything is wrong. I'm really tired and I'm so sorry that I'm yawning. How highly unprofessional me, but I'm exhausted. Um, But yes. That does not mean that I'm being trafficked. Me and my man are an actual couple. We've been together 11 years. He's an introvert and has social anxiety. And I'm a person who has valuables that she don't want anybody else touching with or fucking with or touching. And so for us, when we travel, that do not disturb sign. He's not the one who puts it on the door. I am. Because I don't want anybody touching our stuff. Um, And we usually go out to restaurants or to bars when we travel. So the room is unattended for a while. And I used to be a housekeeper at hotels many years ago. So I know what housekeepers do. Because when I was young and in my 20s, we did some crazy stuff in people's rooms. I can admit it. So that's why I know to put that do not disturb sign on the door. And my question to these people starting and allowing these lawsuits is the following. Bad stuff happens at hotels to people all the time. 
So are we going to now sue hotels, which is going to make hotels be extra paranoid about every woman that checks in while we're not holding hotels accountable for the domestic abuse that goes on in hotel? What about the couples that live at the hotel because they lost their house and the husband's a son of a bitch who beats the hell out of his wife or his girlfriend every day? Maybe they even have kids and he's doing it in front of them. What about the people who are at hotels who die from drug overdoses? Like, what are we going to do? Are are hotels now going to be held accountable for everything that goes wrong at the hotel? I feel like ever since FOSTA SESTA did not go the way that the government wanted it to go or expected it to go, although if they'd only listened to sex workers, they'd have known it wasn't going to go the way they wanted it to go. They're just reaching now. And these lawyers who going to make really good money off of all these crazy ass lawsuits now want to blame everybody let's blame the hotel for what happened let's blame you know let's just blame everyone we can let's 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 just blame every website that allows them to advertise let's blame the hotels why can't women have why can't anybody who's an adult over 18 have the legal autonomy to decide what they want to do with their body. You know what's really gross about America? In most states, not all, because some states still have good common sense. But in most states, if you are over 16, you can give sexual consent to be with whoever. In Georgia, it's like weird. Like you can be 16 to consent, but... If the person's ex and money is older than you, it's still statutory rape. I don't think anyone at 16 should be able to consent unless said person they're consenting with is their own age. That's my personal thoughts as a mother. Um, and my daughters know. My now 22-year-old daughter lived with her dad her high school years. She lived with me the rest of the years, but for the four years of high school, she lived with him. And she dated someone that was older than her. And I did not know it till she was 18 and graduated. Because had I have known it, somebody would have had hell to pay. I don't believe in that. Um, I think the only time it's appropriate is if y'all are at least in high school. Meaning y'all have a four-year age difference, maybe. Within high school. Meaning you can be a freshman and date a senior. You can be a sophomore, date a senior. You can be a sophomore and date a senior. You can be a senior and date a senior. But beyond that, no, not past when that person graduates. Um, unless it's, you know, maybe a, maybe a junior and a senior can date a person who's already graduated and is in college. But my thoughts as a mother and how I am as a mother is any older than that, I will kill somebody over it. Because it's just not an even exchange of power. So while the government is spending all this time not changing those laws, they're so worried about consenting adults who just want to make a living. Um, to tie into this, because I wanted to touch on that briefly because it's ridiculous. Um, hotels, in a final note on that subject, do not disturb signs or just that. It's people wanting privacy. Um, the fact that someone is barely leaving their room. The fact that someone has a do not disturb sign on the door. 
Uh, the fact, even if someone has several visitors, cause some people are just sexual free spirits and they aren't making a dime for it. I pay, I pay money to hotel to do what I want to do at the hotel. And anyone who checks into a hotel does just that. Now, if you hear screaming abuse, if you see some, him escorting her out, grabbing her by the arm or hand, if you see bruises on her black eyes. Any of those things, by all means, or if she makes eye contact with you at the front desk and it looks like she's scared, absolutely. But two people who look perfectly happy, there's no drama, and they just want to leave the do not disturb sign on their door. Lawyers, stop looking for these dumbass cases. Because if I was a hotel owner, I would tell you to go fuck yourself straight up. Um, The next thing is... I saw an article, uh, I think it was based overseas in Europe, but it still holds very true here. I'm a feminist, but I'm a feminist who believes all women have a seat at the table. Um, And I believe all women have the right to do what they want with their body. I believe all women have free thought and free will. Um, I think New Zealand, it is, as a matter of fact, has decided to add sex work as a skill that you can list if you want to migrate to New Zealand. Um and people, well, not people, the left side feminists who don't include everybody say that prostitution is not a job, that it is not a profession, and that a woman's body cannot be a job. I'm only saying women because all these articles say women to the people who are listening, but that is not to exclude women, transgender, non-binary, all of the genders that we now adhere to. I'm just saying women because most of these articles and these situations pertain particularly to women for whatever reason. Um, to those of you listening, Women have the right to do what they want to do with their bodies. Anyone over 18 does. I feel it should be anyone over 21, but the law says anyone over 18. As a mother, I say 21 because I think at 18, you're still very much a baby and very naive to the world. But what I will say is, how dare you as a supposed feminist Strip away me and other women's power to make decisions on what we want to do with our body. How dare you try to control the narrative and our thought process on why we do what we do? How dare you assume that I am oppressed or pressured or exploited when it's by my choice? I'm not exploited. I assure you of that. And the exploitation is done, is done by me. I'm not pressured. And if anyone knows me personally, they know it's not even possible. And I think I speak for many sex workers. What we do is a job. Get over yourselves. You say you're a feminist, feminist, but yet you are preaching the same shit that misogyny and patriarchy teaches. How can you say you're a feminist if you still think that if a woman gives her body to a man and for pay, the man is holding the power 
Do you not understand that we're taking our power back by doing that? If it is consensual sex work, a woman is controlling her narrative. A woman is controlling her body. A woman is saying, I am worth something and nobody gets to just do what they want to do with me unless I'm in love and it's an actual relationship. But men who just want to get their rocks off no longer have access to me unless it benefits me and my household. Benefits me and my education or just benefits me because I want to shop at Chanel every week because it's my right and it's my body. Regardless of why she's doing it, she has the right to do it. And it is a job. It pays our bills. It allows us to live our lives the same way your job at the Walmart, the McDonald's, or the nursing home or the hospital does you, other ladies. It is respectable because it brings joy to other people and it brings joy to us and it provides for our families. What I eat doesn't make you shit. And Since you all want to be moral orals, there are two very good sayings in the Bible. Well, one, I think the other one's like something man made up. But in the Bible, it says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. I keep bringing that up because there are so many people who act like they have never sinned in their lives. Hey, moral oral feminist. Did you know that God sees all? All 10 of his commandments is equal. So if you lied or told an untruth ever in your life, you're going to burn in hell just as fast as I am. If that's what you believe. And to other people listening, not trying to ram religion down your throat. I'm just trying to make a point to the leftist feminists, the abolitionist feminists who don't want to consider that all women have the right to an opinion. All women have the right to what they choose to do with their body. You all are not real feminists. If you think that we're stupid, slow, and incapable of making decisions about ourselves when we're adults, many of us running other businesses or with degrees or whatever, every bit as intelligent as you. But for some reason, you think we don't know how to make our own choices, then the problem lies in you and not in us. Say it again. Problem lies in you and not in us. I want to applaud New Zealand for putting that shit on migration papers because that says a lot. And if only more countries understood that this is really a job, it really is. Um, I, in my own personal life, sometimes have to remind my significant other it's really a job because while he loves and respects me, he's still in that old, weird fashion way of thinking that it's not a job. It is a job and I remind him of it and we have heated debates and I don't back down until he understands. This shit is a job. It's worthy of respect the same way other jobs are. Like it is what it is. And I don't want him to be a hypocrite and only support me. I want him to be a hypocrite. I mean, I want him to support all sex workers. So let me say it again because I fucked that up the first time. I don't want him to be a hypocrite who only supports me because I'm his girlfriend. I want him to support and respect and understand the journey 
of all sex workers. And it's I'm going to make sure no matter how many times I have to argue and risk my relationship that that's what happens. So. New Zealand, kudos to you, abolitionist, so-called feminist. I don't even think you deserve that title. Who think you get to govern what other women do? Would it be okay with you? I'm just curious if any abolitionist feminists are listening. Would it be okay with you if all of us just slept with 30 to 20 guys a week or 30 to 20 guys a month for free? Would that make it better? Or would you still feel the same? I really don't give a shit because it's our bodies and we get to do with them what we want to. And it's really none of your business. Continue living your boring and whether you want to admit it or not, oppressed life. While the rest of us continue to be the free spirits. Enjoying every moment of the flesh we're in and capitalizing off of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Our whole country in the U.S. is built off of capitalism. Hell, we're going through coronavirus hell right now because of capitalism, because we have a supposed president who didn't accept tests that he could have gotten from the World Health World Health Organization because he wanted to make our own because he didn't. And because he didn't want to tell the truth in the beginning, how about how bad things were getting because he's worried about the stocks, the stock market and all the financial angles of shit. So don't tell me capitalism isn't a thing or that it doesn't matter because it's all that matters in this world we live in. And if I want to capitalize, if any of my community in the sex work community wants to capitalize, all of these people trying to fight us at every curb have nothing to do with it. You don't have any say in it. Sit the hell down somewhere. I want to give a shout out to Reverb Crystals, which is a new and upcoming oh the site is fantastic so my life partner is really into um law of attraction and spiritualism although he's not a christian like i am and we have arguments about that too but hey it is what it is i'll never try to force him to change and he'll never force me to either we just disagree sometimes but he's really into spiritual healing and meditation and all of those things And he has started a wonderful, custom-made, handmade crystal jewelry company. Um, He's got his LLC now. Um, And it's all set up and ready to go. And I'm so proud of him, even though I had a rough week because I like attention. I'm a bit of a princess. And he's really been focusing on that. Um, So, yeah, but Reverb Crystals. Um, is now one of my sponsors for the podcast. I encourage you all to check him out. Um, the site will be up soon. But in the meantime, if you really, 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 really are interested in seeing what he has to offer and getting some beautiful pieces, by the way, to be free shipping, you can contact me and I will relay the message to him until he's ready to release the entire site. But he's got such high quality boxes that and labels that everything's going to come in. He's really spent a lot of time and effort on this. So to all of you who are in spiritual healing or just who want to support my household through supporting him, please get ready to place some orders from Reverb Crystals. And I will also soon have 
three or four different t-shirts as merch and a few duffel bags because I know a lot of us travel for Straight Talk with Storm the podcast. Um, I hope we all have health and prosperity still intact at the end of this mess that could have been prevented if only our government had acted sooner. Um, I am giving well wishes of health and prosperity to all of you, and I hope you're giving them back to me. Um, To everyone who supports or subscribes to the podcast, you will be put on the podcast friends page of my actual personal podcast site. Um, so since we can't go out and make much money right now, um, if any of you all can afford to support my podcast, please do. It means the world. It means everything. You can support me on anchor via the direct link for subscribing or on Patreon, or my cash app is dollar sign goddess, G O D D E S S. Storm, S-T-O-R-M 70. You guys can find me on Twitter or Instagram at SSPodcast1. Same name on both of them. And um, the podcast actual website is straighttalkwithstorm.com. Blessings to you all. Good night.